0: You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Small Redheads, Enormous Cocks by Anonymous Fiji Mermaid on AO3. The pink neon sign reading Adults Only flashes on and off. Mulder walks the length of the video store past the comedy section, past the action section, even past the horror section. He heads straight to the saloon doors in the back and walks into an area that is strictly for the over-18 crowd. His hands glide over the big box videotapes, almost trying to gain some sort of psychic connection with the various genres of adult content, so that he can unlock exactly what sort of entertainment his pervy mind is in the mood for tonight. Just then, one specific title hits him so hard his breath catches in his throat— Small redheads, enormous cocks. That's the one, he thinks. His hand slowly extends as though this were the holy grail. He flips the video box over and sees photos of well-endowed men. their are cocks face to face with the faces of petite crimson-haired women who stare, jaws agape, endlessly impressed by the man-meat they are about to devour. To Mulder, there's only one problem. By porn standards, these are humongously huge, massively ginormous honk and schlongs. Technical term. But, compared to our favorite lonely FBI agent, these cocks are very, very, very average. Mulder's hand reaches down to the anaconda that starts at his waist and droops down to just above his knee. He touches it, gently, kindly, We're too big for this world, my friend, he says, patting it on its baseball-sized head. We're cursed to roam the earth alone. Behind him, a familiar voice. Please don't tell me you're talking to your cock again. It's Quentin, the video store clerk, a cigarette pressed between his lips, a lukewarm can of cherry Coke sticking out of his right paw. I'd never do that, Mulder yells defensively. You do it all the time, Quinton yells. Well, so what if I do? Mulder yells back. What's wrong with a man having a productive dialogue with his penis? I told you it scares off the other customers, the clerk responds. Look at the records. I'm your number one customer. My weekly rentals are probably paying your monthly rent, Mulder says. The clerk relents. That's most likely true. He grabs an ashtray from the counter and stubs out what's left of his Morley. Fine, talk to your dick all you want, but first tell me, why the long face, Fox? Fox sighs, My long cock. Your long cock is causing your long face, Quinton asks, tilting his greasy head in confusion. You're going to have to explain at least a little. You see, it's too big. Fox says. Quentin chuckles. Come on. I've been working at this video store long enough to know that there is no such thing as too big. In fact, every woman that comes in here to rent a porno flick goes for that particular video series you're holding in your hand. Fox looks down at the shelf and sees the various titles. Small blondes, enormous cocks. Small brunettes, enormous cocks. Small mohawks, enormous cocks. Fox shakes his head, fighting back tears. That might be so, pal. But do you see this, Willie? He points to the male porn star on the cover of small redheads' enormous clocks. See him? What do you mean, see him? Quinton says. That happens to be Rocco Dix, the most famous big-peepied porn star to ever come out of the San Fernando Valley. He makes John Holmes look like a chump. Fox shakes his head. Well... It just so happens that my peeny makes Rocco's peeny look more like a cocktail weenie. Bullshit, Quentin says, practically snorting warm cherry coke through his nostrils. I can show you, Fox shrugs. Quentin looks over his shoulder to make sure that the store is completely empty, double-checking the family movie section. He turns back to Fox and nods. Okay, yeah, I'll see it. Mulder unzips his fly, reaches down into his pants, removes his beefy manhood, and presents it to Quentin. Oh, my motherfucking God! Quentin yells, hyperventilating. That's real? Unfortunately. Mulder sighs. Hold on. Let me get an accurate measurement, Quentin says scientifically. He gets to his knees and holds the cherry coat can against the base of Mulder's cock. Then he takes a finger "'matching where it ended and tracks the cherry coke further down. "'He does this once more, his blue eyes agog. "'Brother, your cock is at least three cans of cherry coke long "'and just as thick,' he says, standing up. "'You must be drowning in Poon.' "'Mulder shakes his head sadly. "'If I was drowning in Poon, you think I'd be here "'every single night renting dirty movies?' I guess not, Quinton says, now sipping from the cherry Coke can that moments ago was flush against his number one customer's dick monster. My co-workers call me spooky, Mulder says, tucking his dick back into his pants. What do women call you? Quentin asks. Holy fucking shit, you better not put that in me, he responds. That's a long nickname, Quentin says. And the worst part is... I'm in love with my partner, a petite redhead, Mulder says, gesturing to the VHS box. Does the little lady know that you've got the feels for her? Quinton asks. I can never tell her, Mulder says. If we ever had sex, I could hurt her, and I never want to hurt her. Quintin looks up to the sky, exhaling a puff of air towards the ceiling. That's a shit fuck of a fuck shit predicament, Fox. Then, like a lightning bolt, Hey, have you ever thought about doing porn? Fox shakes his head. I doubt the FBI would approve of that side job. Wait, you're in the FBI? I thought you were like a high school principal or something. Quinton says, Hey, is all that shit about Area 51 true or what? Mulder smiles. More than you know. Small redhead's enormous cocks, Scully thinks to herself, lifting the rental box on top of the TV VCR in her office. She had previously discovered a secret stash of Mulder's filthy films hidden behind a filing cabinet labeled, Not Porn. But now it was out in the open. He wasn't even bothering to cover his tracks anymore. He's getting sloppy, she thinks. Just then, she sees him standing in the doorway. Oh, sorry, Scully, he says sheepishly. I didn't realize I left that out. She smiles slightly from the corner of her mouth. I had always assumed that you pleasured yourself in the office, but I didn't quite expect you to be so obvious about it. It's been a tough week, Mulder says. Is there... something you want to talk about? She asks kindly. Though they are professional partners... She has come to be able to read his feelings, especially the mopey ones. Scully, can I tell you the truth? Finally, he says, nervously buttoning and unbuttoning his suit jacket. Of course, Mulder, she says, touching him on the shoulder. You can tell me anything. He sighs. sighs. I'm in love with you. She had expected this was the case. In his long glances and the way he would instinctively protect her during their most dangerous adventures, and the amount of redhead-centric videotapes she found in his secret smut box. But to hear it aloud is very, very different. But I don't want to hurt you, Mulder adds. My feelings are my own, Mulder, she says. Whether or not they get hurt is really out of your control. He purses his lips, fighting back his feelings. No, Scully, you don't understand. I don't want to physically hurt you, he says. She tilts her head and scrunches her eyes. You're right, Mulder, she says through her clenched cherry lips. I don't understand. Scully, I'm... Cursed, he says. Cursed? She asks. Is this an X-File? It's a genetic anomaly, he responds. Of what variety? She wonders. Of the giant penis variety. He sighs. Seriously? She asks. She suspects he's telling the truth, but the very concept is ludicrous, even for him. Scully, I'm a monster of the week. No different from Flukeman or Leonard Betts or that weird little guy that made a cocoon out of newspapers. He drops his head to his desk, reaches into the top drawer, and pulls out a bottle of whiskey. She walks closer to him and leans forward. "'You know, Mulder, I am a medical doctor. You've mentioned that like a million times,' he says. "'My point is, if you need me to take a look at the issue, I can give you my professional opinion,' she responds. "'You'd do that for me?' he asks. "'Of course.' she says, putting a hand on his shoulder. "'Well, okay,' he says, standing up and dropping his pants to the ground. He wears a pair of loose boxer shorts, but she can already see the huge outline of the monster he's described. Then he pulls down the waistband and reveals it to her. Her eyes go wide. "'What's your professional opinion, Scully?' he asks, hopefully. "'That's a giant fucking cock!' She sputters out, her lips numb. I told you, he says. Too jumbo for any woman. Wow, she says, moving closer to him. The female body is designed to be elastic. It has to expand to adjust for all sorts of X factors, from childbirth to large penises. You're just saying that to make me feel better, he says. No, I'm not, she responds. I can prove it to you. You can? He asks. How? Well, we need a willing female participant, she responds. Like who? Like me, she says. you do that? He asks genuinely. For science, she responds, bending over his desk, pulling down her black panties, revealing her glistening pink lips to him with a wiggle of her tail. He grips her by her hips and pushes into her his head passing through the entryway. She gasps. Does it hurt? Mulder asks. Keep going, Scully responds. Soon, he's one cherry coat can deep inside of her, and her expression is one of abject wonder. More, she says. Another cherry coat can, and she moans deeply. Mmm. Does it hurt? No, you fucking stud. It feels amazing. Keep going, she says. He pushes deeper now, her moisture enveloping the base of his cock. He's as deep as he can possibly get, and Scully isn't screaming in pain. She isn't yelling at him to take it out. She is, by all accounts, enjoying this. Scully, how are you doing this? he asks. She turns back at him with amazement in her eyes. I'll be honest, Mulder, I have no idea, but I'm going to need you to keep moving it in and out of me to really understand how this works. Mulder pounds his towering erection into his petite partner's wet pussy. As he hears her screams of delight, he comes to a stunning realization. All of these years, he's been trying to uncover the world's greatest mysteries and anomalies. And yet... In front of him was the greatest X-Files of all. A woman who could take every inch of his monster dick without experiencing a bit of pain. In fact, this experience was altogether unique to her. I feel so fucking... I feel so fucking full. Holy fuck. She yells as the desk rocks back and forth underneath her. He's never been this deep inside of a woman before. And this feeling is all too overwhelming. I'm gonna come, Scully, he barks. Me too, she yells surprised. Mulder's huge cock proceeds to unleash explosion after explosion inside of Scully's compact body, the jolts sending waves of pleasure from the tips of her toes to the tips of her hair dye. Don't tell anyone I told you this. Oh my god, that's too much cum. Holy fuck, Mulder. How do you have so much cum inside of you? She yells. She's in outer space now. Who knows what planet? They all look the same. She knows Saturn has rings, but another one does too. She knows Neptune is blue, but maybe Pluto is as well. Anyway, point is, her head is in the goddamn stars, and it takes her a couple of minutes before she returns to Earth and back to the government office, where she just took a dick so big it would need its own passport. That was amazing, Mulder, she says. Thank you for everything, he wheezes out. From the doorway, they hear a third voice. Seriously, you two, Skinner says, his arms folded tight across his chest. That's it, I'm closing the X-Files. He storms out in a huff. Mulder turns to Scully, a look of fear on his face. His life's work is on the line. Eh, big deal, Scully says. He threatens us with that every week. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page, and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.